Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Here we go again. Thanks for joining us. We had a really good, nice, uh, uplifting figures. There's a lot of support from the band Marseille that we had on last week. Will joined us. Um, nice one, mate. The Marseille fans have joined us for this episode. Thanks for... Uh, if you're sticking around for to listen to this podcast and you, um, you've hung around from the last show, brilliant, nice one. Keep... <laughs> stick with us. Uh, it's a safe space, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and as always, another week of live music is ahead of us. I've been, I'm Carl Maloney, the host of this podcast. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, as always, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a new guest for you this week. We've got probably the most enthusiastic, passionate person that I've ever met within the uh, grassroots music industry. Uh, and that's what it's all about. This podcast delves into the grassroots music industry and beyond, uh, sharing stories with the people that want to hear it, you, the listeners. Uh, there's always a story to be told. Everybody's got their own little opinions on stuff. Uh, it's just a nice space to have a chat and catch up with people and share those chats with you, the listeners, the podcasters. So thanks for joining us. Um, as I say, if you're new to the podcast, thanks for joining us. If you've been here from the start, thank you. Um, we love doing these shows and uh, we like the feedback that we get from when people enjoy them. So nice one. Thank you. As always, you can delve into the archives. There's plenty, uh, plenty in there. More than 100 episodes, more than 130 episodes, I think, now. Uh, and as always, you can watch our little faces on our YouTube channel, too, which is doing all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we got for you today, then, eh? Uh, well, just to tease you a little bit, I've known this guy for ages. I keep seeing his little face at tram lines in real life, driving his van about. Um, he is a tour manager. Uh, put it, put it, it curates loads of festivals. Really influential guy to know, and an all all round top nice geezer. It's Jimmy Mack, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, we tell the story of his journey. Really nice to see him. I don't I don't get to see him as much as uh, what I used to when I uh, when I lived over in Sheffield. It's just really nice to catch up with these people, you know, and share their story with you. He's been on tour with many many different people, and we talk about all that. It's coming up very shortly. Uh, he's had loads of people in the back of his van. I'll leave Jimmy to tell the story. I'm not going to spoil now. But it's interesting and it's coming up. Hometown rats and that. I've just done the thing that I've said I'm not going to do. I'm a twat. Uh, anyway, legitimate. So, yeah, J- uh, Jimmy's coming up soon. Uh, and this week on RGM, we, we just feel like things are just starting to... Uh, the pipeline is starting to build. As we progress through January, it's always a quiet moment. And we're always trying to... You know, I'm trying to bring like three or four different news stories out a day, which is a lot of content to get through. Uh, but it just takes a bit of time because obviously Christmas and all that bollocks is, is a slow period. So I'm trying. I'm, some days when I've not brought anything out, some days when I'm bringing four things out. So usually we, we will get to the stage where we've got loads more coming out, ladies and gentlemen. We're just building up a little bit of pipeline, I know. But anyway, that's the RGM stuff. Stay tuned. We've got a, an amazing week ahead. And for now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have a little chat with Jimmy Mike. Hi, everybody. 
Nice to see you again. <laughs> you too, mate. You too, mate. How are you doing? You all right? Been too long. It has, mate. I, 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 the last time I saw you, you just—I think you just waved your hand out of a van in tram lines, weren't it? You're were always driving up and <laughs> yeah, down there. Yeah. That, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It has been too long, mate. How, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Very busy as yeah. per usual. Yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. But yeah, good. Good. Yeah. Well, nice all the one, family's mate. great. Everything's happy. Brilliant. So, if anybody's not aware of what you do, Jimmy Mike. Talk, tell us tell us, and introduce yourself and tell us about a bit about what you do. Hi, mate. Well, I've been in the industry 16 years now. Mm. I started off um, just doing a bit of roadieing and uh, I bought some vans, a couple of vans. Mm. Uh, as you probably know, I've been TMing for bands and yeah. running six venues and four festivals for a long time now. Yeah. Well, for a, a fair bit now. Mm. Uh, so really, is, I'm a, a tour manager, driver, uh, and organiser. Mm. So you're, you're a busy lad, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very busy. And I you, like it that way, though. <laughs> you, you do, yeah. And, you, and you've just come off tour, uh, tour managing uh, Rianne as well, Rianne Downer. What a year yes, she's Rianne had. Downey. Say again, sorry. What a year she's had. Oh, what a fantastic, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, oh, she's incredible. Yeah. You, it's a must, must see live. Mm. She is just out of this world yeah so we, we we had rian on the on, on the podcast a few months ago and you know it was before she started doing all the uh all the stuff with paul heaton uh yeah. and before she did her, her own like headline tour that's just finished um yeah, yeah. Pe- people like that deserve everything they get within this industry don't they because they've just grafted this year 100 percent. she's an absolute grafter yeah. and one of the nicest person yeah. you can ever meet mm-hmm. in the industry to She's just great. Yeah. So let's rewind a little bit then. So so what yeah. made you buy a couple of vans and start to get into this uh, world? Well, my, <clears throat> my, my brother's been in the industry a long time, and I used to help yeah. him when I was a kid doing a bit of roadieing and stuff. Yeah. So a lot of it kind of came natural. Mm. And uh, my next-door neighbour was a drummer, and his van broke down. He asked me for help one day. Uh, so I thought, yeah, why not? And I think it was Sheffield, actually, where we were going to, mm. from Donny. Yeah. And uh, uh, we're going to get, we're putting all the gear in the van. And he said, all right, we'll get the train. And I says, what do you mean get the train? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, there's no seats. So I went, just wait there a minute. I had a settee, <laughs> an old settee. I put the settee in the back of the van. Yeah. I said, right, lads, jump in. And they all jumped in. We went and done the gig. And, that, and the rest is history. Oh, After man. that, I bought a van with seats in. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, were you, um, did you have like a day job at that time? Were you doing? Yeah, I was still. I'm, I'm a boxing promoter. I still do yeah. slight occasional stuff, but that's what I was doing at the time. I'd just come out of the army. Yeah. I'd done 22 years in the army, yeah. and uh, I'm a boxing promoter along amongst other things. Yeah. And I was doing them until I decided to uh, to take up. Uh, well, to do the job, really. Yeah. I had a go of, I was helping out everybody for free to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Just to get my foot in the door, just yeah. to make get a bit of experience. And of course, free, everyone was jumping at the chance. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, they do. You kind of got to, particularly in the music industry, you've got to, you've got to do quite a bit for free, aren't you? Just to get your name out there. Oh, yeah, like, 100%. Yeah. Like, I, know, yeah. I know we charge for stuff on RGM, but, but you know... Ten years you ago, did at one time though. 
well, that, that's it. That's what I was going to say. Like, you know, 10 years ago when we started yeah. it, um, you, you know, it, it, no, nobody would pay to be on it anyway because it's a brand new starter yeah. thing and you just have to build up whatever you do and, you know, do right by people and meet people and build up your brand, build up what you do. And um, eventually you, you can start charging for things because it's got a value yes. to it, hasn't it? But you've got you've to pay your dues at the beginning. And a lot of people we speak to still don't appreciate just how, how difficult it is to build up a reputation in quite a small industry, isn't it, the music industry? A lot of people yeah, know each yeah, other and that yeah. kind of stuff. So. Everybody knows you. Yeah. If you're good, everybody knows you. If you're bad, everybody knows you. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's small. You've, you've kind of got to, you've got to pay your dues and, yeah, as you say, if you're bad, people, yeah, why the word, not? The word, the word like gets about you. Yeah. yeah, it's just like doing an apprenticeship, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you work for next to nothing in an apprenticeship to begin yeah. with, yeah. and then you re- you re- the rewards later on. Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, so, you know, just looking back through the years, I can remember seeing you at many gigs in Sheffield when we were over there, just seeing you at the Frog and Pirate, just seeing your enthusiasm yeah. just for music has always been one of my biggest memories of you. You know, you're, you're so enthusiastic for it. Even after all these but, years, mate, <laughs> it's, you, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. never going to leave yeah, you. Yeah, I love it? what I do. Yeah, nice. And, and there's not a lot of people can say that. Yeah, yeah. They love their job or they love what they do for a living. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you bought one van then and then that turned and to then two I bought, vans. And then, then I got, um, I bought, an, uh, well, I had like two jobs at the same time and I'm like yeah. trying to juggle them round and yeah. I borrowed a van off a chap because I had a driver, but I had no, no extra van. And I've done that a few, a couple of times. I borrowed a van to help out, and then I thought, Do you know what? I'll buy another one. Mm. And I bought just a, 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 a LDV convoy thing. It was a bit of a tank. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Drink the juice, but it did the job, and it was yeah, it were, yeah. yeah. So and then it just got bigger and bigger, and I've upgraded as much as I can yeah. nearly every year. Mm. And now I just have sprinters. So was was that just like a, a a personal finance commitment from I don't know savings or wherever you get the money from? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you, you just yeah. invested in this new business that you yeah. want to get involved with. Is that how you did it? That's how I did it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Just bought everything. I had a little bit of money savings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my earnings and and just yeah, bought a couple of vans. So how how long was it until you felt like you know I can. I can maybe start charging for this now and stop doing everything for free. What, what, when, when did you <laughs> well, realise that, that that's an option? It was quite early. It was after uh, about a year and a half to two years. Yeah. But it was very, very, very low at the time. Yeah. You know, I charged just enough to get by, just yeah. enough for my fuel and a little bit for myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to make sure I didn't lose any custom. Well, how, I didn't how, want to overprice myself. Yeah. Uh, and and maybe the chance of losing some custom. That's how I see it. Yeah. Anyway, so I kept the prices low. Yeah. Well, how did you find it like dealing with bands and money, and bands being skin and and generally yeah. being uh, and being <laughs> well, unreliable as well? Some of them. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> very much so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cal, especially me being in the military, right? Right. Okay. Uh, it's a different world. Uh, uh, as you as you well know, yeah. timing is is of no consequence. You know, <laughs> uh, you got shot in the army if you're not on time. Yeah. Uh, it's you just have to adapt, and I've adapted because I've been coaching all my life, mm. football and boxing, 
and you've got all sorts of different people in in that, and you have to. The what I done was I find out what makes them tick, and then use that to my advantage. In other words, uh, if I wanted some equipment moving, uh, some amps or drum kit, and one of the young lads was a smoker. I would just wave a packet of cigarettes at him <laughs> and the van would be empty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, that's good. That's clever. So d- did you find it a difficult like transition then, really, from a regimented uh, background to dealing with bands that uh, work on their own time? A bit like yeah. solicitors, aren't they? They'll, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know what they're <laughs> yeah. like. They'll just yeah. they work on their own like timescales and things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not really. The, the soon kind of came round to my... Yeah. My timing wise, because mm. uh, I used to say to them, "Look, this is this is the way it is. This is the plan, mm. and this is the way I I, I tend to run it. Yeah. If you're not happy with this plan, then you you know, it won't work. So we'll, you'll yeah. have to go elsewhere. Mm. And not one of them has said we'll go elsewhere. So yeah. it clearly works. Yeah. Well, talk us through a few of the people that you've had in the back of the van over the years. Then give us some names. Oh, some names. Oh. Um, uh, Geldof, Bob, Sir Bob Geldof. Go on, let, let's. That, that's a good start. Tell, uh, talk us about your life on the road with Bob Geldof. I weren't expecting that. Oh, we done a tour in 2013, I think it was, tour of Scotland. Wow. Um, with Sir Bob Geldof and the Boomtown Rats. Yeah, me and my brother mm. done this, uh, I think it was 10 days or something. Ten, uh, mm. Yeah, about 10 days altogether. And we were on two of them, obviously, they were in my van. There must be more. Uh, there must be more all to way, all, all right up to Inverness. There must be more the to it than week. that. Like, like, what went on behind the scenes and that? What, what was life like on the road with Sir Bob? Oh, mate, I've got a real good story about this. Yes, uh, about. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't Geldof. So it was another one, but it's still a good story. Okay. Um, do you know the chap Howard? Yes. Yeah, I know. I know Howard well, well from Sheffield. Yeah. It was it was actually the orchestra, oh. but I'll get back to the Geldof thing in a minute. Yeah, okay. Would you like to hear a story about our time on tour with the orchestra, ELO, part members of the ELO? Okay. Let, let's let's do ELO and come back. Let's tease everybody. We'll come right, back to okay, Geldof. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're on tour in Scotland. The last <laughs> gig of the oh, well, you know, you get the the rider uh, well in advance. Yeah. And I've gone through the rider. And one of the things that popped up on uh, some of the rider was uh, we, we need a wheelchair. Mm. So therefore, I I stupidly just assumed uh, they have a, a disabled person in the in the band. Mm. So um, I guess the wheelchair, the chap, sixty five or something in the wheelchair, the keyboard player. Mm. He's, uh, we went to all the gigs, and then the final gig, we were carrying him up the stairs. By the way and downstairs into the dressing room yeah. and on the final day at Fat Sam's in Dundee we wheeled him to the stage and just as we were going to lift him on he stood up and walked on stage <laughs> and <laughs> and Howard went mental <laughs> we'd been carrying him for six days so they just wound us up the guy only had a broken leg <laughs> All right, but, we, okay. but, but I didn't know that and I just assumed a miracle was, had happened. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it was, it, it was horrendous. It, 
you'd have to be there though. So that's to, so that's ELO, is it? Somebody in their band, that, is it? That was the orchestra, yeah. In the orchestra. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's funny. That's funny. And and what and what happened after that? What did Aweth do? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I know, I know he's, he's a fire. He's a fiery character. No, I know. He is a fiery character, yeah. and he was—I can't really say on air, but <laughs> okay. um, what he was going to do to him. But <laughs> okay, uh, it all calmed down in the end. We had a good laugh, and we talk about it now. We yeah. laugh about it now. Yeah, nice. It was brilliant. Um, it was, yeah, well, it's that, a thing I'll never forget in my life, especially watching him stand up and go on stage. <laughs> that, that, that's brilliant, that's brilliant. <laughs> and, and, yeah, Bob Geldof then. Give us a story about Bob. Uh, there's nothing I can repeat, really. <laughs> okay. Just, just there's like, not a lot I can... I, I, I don't mean, like, personal stuff about him or anything like that, if, you, if, you, if no, you're worried no. about that. Just, like, just whatever you come to. No, yeah. Absolute gentleman. Really, yeah. really, really nice guy to work with. Mm. And the energy, you talk, talk about my energy. Yeah. For his, he was sixty three at the time, sixty four, I think, mm. at the time. Uh, and that guy jumping about stage, just, mm. just incredible, fitness wise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of the a really, really nice guy to work with. So that that's a massive name for. Was that quite early in your career as a tour manager? Then that. Uh, it was after a couple of years. Okay. I had, yeah. I had, uh, um, I had a couple of sort of reasonable size band tour, uh, tours before that. Yeah. Um, but it's because of my, my brother's connections in the industry. Mm. Um, he's put on some quite quite big bands in the yeah. past. Oh. And that, it came about because of my brother yeah. had the connection with uh, Bob Geldof. Yeah. And any other little tidbits, just something uh, just about life on the road, any conversations or daft things that happen on the road with him? Uh, there's probably hundreds actually, but I can't think for a minute. <laughs> um, wait a minute, I'm sure I, I can't think about yeah uh, anything at the top of my head, but I did jot down some notes. So maybe, uh, are you doing like a diary in a book? You've got to be doing that, surely. No, uh, <clears throat> that's my one of my diaries. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to make it into a book one day, or your, your stories of on the road? Everybody says that to me. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't really know. I, I might just keep some of my old diaries as well, yeah. just in case. Maybe one day. Okay. But um, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Okay. Very interesting. Um, I have to be careful of confidentiality. What don't you? Do, yeah. Know, well, yeah. Fair enough. Well, that's that's fair enough. And and <laughs> you know, it, it it's a big thing to you know. I, I'll always poke and prod you know, for stories and things on the podcast because I'm a bit of a nosy bastard. But um, yeah. you, you've got to respect people's uh, privacy as well, aren't you, in your job, I suppose? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, there's, yeah, there's lots of times I've I've had to keep things quiet because mm. um, a, a long time ago, no, no names mentioned, I put a band on yeah. a, a big support slot and I t- said to them, you can't announce anything just yet mm. um, because no one knows about it. Yeah. So, please don't put anything on Facebook or it was actually MySpace at the time, yeah. I think. Wow. Uh, but they they did, and unfortunately, I had to then go back to them and say, "Guys, you've been pulled off the gig because mm. I told you not to adv- advertise, and you advertise." Yeah. So I say that to a lot of bands now: just be careful what you say, mm. and, and in case someone else takes it the wrong way. Mm. It's definitely good advice because they. 
they can't hold their own water, can they? Sometimes bands they get too they get <laughs> no, too excited no. and just fucking don't think. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I I, I kind of understand. Yeah. I get it because we've all done it. Surely at some point oh, yeah. in our lives. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to tell my mum or my yeah. dad or my you know one of my siblings, whatever. You just can't help yourself sometimes, yeah. but you need to in this industry. Bite your lip and keep quiet. Yeah, definitely. So, um, who else have you had in the van then? I know Bang Bang Romeo, you did a big tour with them, didn't you? Bang Bang Romeo, I can remember, yeah, I can remember yeah, seeing yeah, you. Yeah, I went yeah. to watch them in Manchester and you were there. I think that was one of the last times we shared a pint, I think, at night and day when they were playing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah they're, they're always great to us as well. Because they live around the corner from me. Mm. They're nearby. They're, yeah. they're all from Doncaster, where I'm from. Or where I live, as you'd say. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, great, great tours with them, Bang Bang Romeo. Some quality, quality gigs we've done with them. Did you do the arena tour? Did you do that with them? The, the I know, because my, um, my daughter was expecting twins. Now, I'm oh, a twin. Right. And I did say to them, look, I can do the UK leg, but I can't do the European leg yeah. because my daughter's having twins. Yeah. And it didn't go because of that. And she, she of course, she's had the twins. Yeah. No, yeah, you've, you've got to prioritise family sometimes instead of... Life on the road, as well. Yeah, is that yeah, another, is that yeah. is that difficult to plan ahead uh, when you you know because obviously you know tours are, are booked way in advance, aren't they? Festivals and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. a year ahead and that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's hard to juggle your family life, I suppose. Sometimes when you've got these. Oh commitments. yeah, oh no, the missus want mate. I couldn't do this without my missus being yeah. on my side, yeah. and she she's used to it because she was with me in the army, army career mm. or most of my army career. Yeah. So she used to me being away. Yeah. <clears throat> and she just takes it now as it's well, it's his work. He's got to go, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Um, and plus, in fact, every time I go on tour, I buy her something substantial. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. she, she loves it now. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's I good. need I need a new washing machine. Oh, okay, right. Okay. Well, I suppose it might be quite nice to get to get rid of your partner every now and again and just have your own space. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some of these hotel nights on my own, but a bit of peace and quiet is quite nice, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And she'd definitely say the same. That's no question. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll not hang around this point much more, but any other names being in the back of the van that you just to just to share your experience with the uh, people listening to this? Holly Oh, nice. Um, uh, oh, God. Colin Firth. Oh. Uh, while she sleeps, uh, Colin Firth, the film guy, the film guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just uh, at the Isle of Wight Festival, we just oh. he was in the van for about two minutes, yeah. <laughs> okay, but we got a picture, and everybody thought I knew him. Yeah. I just his his son was in a band. Ah, nice. at the okay. same time, that yeah, was yeah, that was reason, the yeah. the reason of the meetup. Yeah, but we just chatted about music and his son's band. Yeah, what's his son's band called? Can you I forget now. I'm testing, you know, you, I'm, I'm testing you on details out of it. I get it. Oh, yeah, no, that was like eight years ago. Oh, right, no, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I can't remember what I've done last week. Oh, like eight that, years that's ago. fair. I, I know what it's like. My memory is, uh, you know, it, it's hard, isn't it? Because things move so quick in this industry and uh, trying to remember band yeah. names and band members' names. Is oh, another yeah, thing to Chris, do. I know yeah. you have to kind of like sort that out. Who, who have you added more recently? Then just so, just a few more names, just to hover uh, over this because I, well, I, I just I find it fascinating. Party, the Blinders. Oh. Um, uh, who's? Uh, oh, I'll tell you one of my favourites, Vida. 
Ah, yeah. Look, I had yeah, Vida. I had Vida on at Washington years and years ago. Yeah. Um, in Sheffield. They're from. They're from. Uh, from from Alloa in Scotland. Mm, yeah. Yeah, they were good fun. Now they're still they're still going now, aren't they? But it's not the same lineup. Yeah, the, the, there's a different lineup now. Yeah. The singers. It's a different singer now. Yeah. Um, but we we will be going. Do, we're doing something next year oh, with nice. Vida. Nice. Oh, that's good. It's, uh, it's we had, they had some gigs lined up in Yorkshire area, but they got cancelled. Um, so it's into the new year now. What what made what made them your favourite people to have had in, or one of your favourites? What one of my favourite because you you know what I said about timing and all that. And yeah. if I said to them guys, you need to be at the van at eight fifty five a.m. Yes, they would be at the van at eight fifty a.m. Oh, okay. Oh god! After leaving the pub, or the oh, night right, pub, okay. at Eight. four a.m. <laughs> okay, got you. So they could drink all night long and do the party business, yeah. and then be there at eight fifty a.m. ready to go. Love that. With all the gear packed, everything, and I just thought that was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, imagine that now, trying to do that at our age, mate. Going on a, going on a drink and trying to get <laughs> yeah. and, and trying to be fresh the next day. It's hard work, isn't it? As we get older, not a chance. Of, yeah, no, not a chance. No, not a chance. Little cheeky question then. So, who, who uh, yeah, what bad experiences have you had of your life on the road? You don't have to name names. You can if you want. Um, yeah. What kind um, of bad experiences have you had? Not really many bad experiences at all. To be honest with you, mm. um, I've, I've had the odd where we're broken down and stuff, but that's yeah. nothing to do with... Yeah. As regards working with with people, no, uh, very, very rare, because I think I, I, I let them know the, the standard, if you, yeah. if you like, very, quite early on. Mm. And uh, I'm, I'm very good at reading people. Mm. I'm a people person. Yeah. I like working with people. And I quickly suss people out. Mm. And I think they do with me as well. Mm. So they think, yeah, I'm going to work with this guy or whatever. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, yes, not a problem. So so what, what's gone wrong then? I'm pushing you for an answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a no I'm a nosy bastard, Jimmy Mac. I'm a yeah, nosy bastard. I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> I honestly can't think. Okay. Of... Okay. <clears throat> tell me, oh, over, tell me over a pint, mate. Off air, it's fine. Even over a pint of it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'm trying, my, I'm trying to figure out who, but it's not been a bad experience, maybe. Yeah. Well, oh, the, once, yeah, once. Well, that, that that's that's testament to I've you know. One, yeah. you, oh yes, go on. Yes, I've got one. <clears throat> um, I get getting back to the rider. Yeah. Um, and this tour manager of a certain band. I I got all the rider, and he said to me uh, on the rider, uh, these. There's some bottles of wine, mm. Chavignon, or whatever it was, uh, red wine. Mm. And I just went to the beer off and bought some red wine. Mm. And he said to me, oh, that's no good. You'll not, the band won't drink this red wine. They need uh, this red wine. Uh, so I thought, okay, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go and source it. So I went out, I sourced it. It took me ages. Uh, found, a, found it. Give them the... Uh, four bottles of red wine and they drunk all eight of them. <laughs> and then I took them for a meal, right? <laughs> and I said to them, I said to the tour manager, right, um, I'm paying for the meal. 
but you buy your own drinks. Yeah. And he went, yeah, okay, no problem. So I left, went back to the stadium, and then come back out again to the restaurant where I know the people that are there. Yeah. And the and uh, the manager rest says, Jimmy, uh, is that right? They, they put the drinks on the bill. And I went, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I went back into the room, and in front of everyone, I said to him, to his face, I told you <laughs> I was paying for the meals, yeah. but not the drinks. Yeah. And he just got beetroot red, embarrassed, yeah. and said, that's okay, I'm sorting it. So, <laughs> I can imagine I can imagine but, you, you, you didn't say it quite like that, though, when you went back in the room. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but near enough. Okay, uh, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But fair yeah, enough. no names mentioned because... Yeah, of course, yeah. He's sure. quite a big artist. Yeah, oh, right, okay, interesting. Intrigued, intrigued. Uh, I'll tell you one day. <laughs> nice one. So, yeah, so what a life on tour, then. It must be so much fun. Um, you've just come off the tour with Rianne. So, uh, yeah. uh, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll part the tour inside of the conversation here. Just finish it off with Rianne. And we mentioned it earlier, you know, yeah. what an amazing year she's had, what, you know, winning awards at the Scottish music awards, that kind of stuff. And, you know, it, yeah. it must be nice to watch. On the BBC. Yeah. It, it must be really children nice. Children in need, played for children wow, in need. Yeah, yeah. I forget how much stuff people do. It's, yeah. it must be really oh. nice to be a part of, watching her journey progress in the industry and oh, do so well. That, was, oh, absolutely. that must be nice for you. It is what, uh, yes. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, especially the team. Everything about Rianne Downey and her team is mm. just spot on. Yeah. Uh, very, very professional. Great, great to work with. Loads of fun. Mm. And it's just really nice to work with them. Work yeah. with them. It's it's just really nice to see a journey and someone like that progress. Um, oh yeah, you know it, if it, it, it doesn't make it big. I'm I'm leaving you. <laughs> <laughs> Were you around her when she got the call to to do the Paulie? Yes, thing? yes. Do you know Paul anyway? She tells, she, she tells me nearly everything. Yeah. Um, there's more going on uh, with the. We're, we're we're not just work colleagues. We're we're friends, and yeah. I, I I'm friends with the family, etc. Yeah, nice. Okay. Um, but but yeah, it's great to see everything she does, and she, yeah, she's just incredible. I I can tell there's a lot that's going on, and you and you're not allowed to say, and you and you're holding it back. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I'm, I'm not asking oh, you no, to. I'm not. I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to get you into shit here. I promise you. I, 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 can, I, can, I can just tell. I know. Yeah, I can. I know. I mean, yeah. I would. I'd love to, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There <laughs> There's a lot going bits, on. Uh, well, I'm hesitant about. Yeah. But because of what I spoke about earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Well, we'll we'll just park it as you know. Look, let's watch out for what Rianne's doing in 2024. It looks like there's exciting things coming up. It's, there'll be big things coming up, yeah. Nice, nice, brilliant. So, uh, so life in a van then. So you're not just, you know, a van driver getting people from A to B. You're a tour manager as well. So have you had have you added these extra things onto? Um, yes, yeah, so as, 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 well. as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I taught myself how to drum check because we're always waiting on the drummer. Ah, right, okay. So I do the drum kit as well. Ah, nice. And how do you find that? Easy. Just I like it. it. I, I enjoy it. it. Yeah. I enjoy yeah. it when when I like for the fact that the band can get out of the way yeah. and go and have a drink whilst yeah. me and the crew are packing away. Yeah. I like that. I like that time mm. to make sure everything's organised. Every, make sure everything's in the van. Yeah. 
and get the the band out of the way. To yeah. be honest with you, well, because a lot of them just get in the way when you're packing <laughs> away. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. So you know, you're doing the van stuff, you're doing the tour managing stuff. Um, yeah, you're putting your own shows on. You've got showcases. You've got how many festivals <laughs> that you book as well. Uh, yeah. One thing that I I see from your socials a lot is you uh, you, you ask for bands to put showcases on. Um, yeah, talk me through that process that you've got and why you do the showcases and and, and what development you offer <clears throat> bands what, through that. Yeah, what what I like to do is because I want to see everybody that I put on live first. Mm. A, a quick story, but I put I put a band on years and years ago when I first started, mm. and the, they sent me a CD. I listened to the CD and I said, when are you playing next? And I said, such and such a date at such and such a place. And I thought, great. So I went to see them and they were nothing like the CD. Mm. Uh, And they were, I was really disappointed. And from that day on, I said, I will not put a band on unless they've either heard them live or they come in highly recommended. Mm. And that's why I like to do the showcases so I could see them live. I see what they're about. Yeah. I read all the bands when I see them live. I know they tell me a story. They tell me what they're about when yeah. they're playing, mm. and that's what I like to digest. And then, once I've seen them live, I could put them on at one of my venues. Yeah, depending on or not what or not. Yes. Yeah. yeah no. And what kind of things are you looking for specifically when you see a band live? Uh, well. Not four or five individual members. I'm looking for a band yeah. that gel, and y- y- you can tell straight away the uh, the chemistry on stage. Yeah. I look for the, the what chemistry between obviously the, the rhythm section, the singers, the backing singers. You know, I look at that, mm. and I then quickly make up a plan or make up my mind whether I'm going to use them or not. There's a, there's a big thing. And obviously, they have to be good as well. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I suppose you put many genres on as well, so it's not genre-specific. All it's genres. All genres, uh, yeah. Well, most genres. <clears throat> Pardon me. Most genres. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one thing that we brought out in the new year was some top tips for bands to, uh, which is still available on RGM, uh, to try and, and, and just words of advice things for the new year. And one thing that, yeah. One one of the tips that I put on it is, as a band, make a decision whether you're doing it as a hobby or you're doing it as a career. Yeah. And if you're doing it as a hobby, fair enough, just be honest about it. Because <laughs> a, a lot of bands seem to be yeah, yeah. doing it as a hobby, but they're kind of lying to themselves thinking <clears> they're going to make a career out of it when they're not working hard enough to be, to get, to be able to make a career out of it, if you get me. Um, yeah, yeah, because they want the, want the best of both worlds, that's yeah, why. Yeah, they, um, they want to not do much, but... If only life was like that, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think there's something in that? Do you think that's a fair tip for bands to kind of like... It's a very fair tip, Decide, decide what you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. one I actually use anyway. Yeah. And have been using for a yeah. while. Yeah. I always speak to the band, and especially if I go to the rehearsal room and we sit down and chat, and I say, right, what are you looking to do in the future? Mm. And I'll tell them, this is how I can help them. This mm. is what I'll do for them. Yeah. And if that's what they want, then stay with me. If yeah. not, then yeah. I'll see you later. Yeah. So these showcase gigs, then they're in Don- they're in Doncaster, aren't they? That you do the showcase one. Yeah, yeah, and Donny and uh, normally the Leopard or um, mm. the Imperial and Mexbrook. Mm. 
because terrific sound, yeah, and I know the sound, you see. So yeah. when I see a new band, I know whether they're good or not through because I've got the same um, the same PA and engineer mm. all the time. Yeah. So then, so, so the yeah, so so showcases are for festival slots. Then for, is it uh, festivals and gig slots? And gig I slots might slot. have. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I've got a big band coming in, uh, playing in January mm. uh, and February, actually. Mm. And I audition the bands for support slots for them. Mm. And I tell them what the audition's for. You've got a chance of either playing at one of my venues or playing at one of my festivals. Mm. And maybe both. And a lot of the bands end up playing both or more. Yeah. No, I love that. So talk us through your work behind the scenes at festivals then. So um, for people that don't know, um, list list the festivals for us, mate. You, you've got a lot. There's, yeah, well, there's Summer Law Festival. Yeah. There's a new one that just did last year called Bunker Fest. Mm. We had um, uh, Beans on Toast headline on a Friday night. Where on the Saturday we had Chris, um, not Chris, I'm sorry, Matt Morris from the Blue Tones. Mm. Uh, the, I've got Test Fest, which I do every year as, as in aid of testicular cancer. Oh, yeah. That's just a small thing. Mm. And, and I move venues. I put it in on different venues. Yeah. Uh, it could be anywhere. I haven't decided where I'm doing it this year yet, and that's mm. in April. Mm. That's always in April. Yeah. But very easy to organise, uh, and it's always in a venue of around a 200-capacity venue. Mm. Nice. Um, the last one I did at the Imperial was over two days. Mm. Uh, and the Saturday and Sunday, and they were both brilliant. So, are they more in in uh, inside venues than like outside? Well, no, just that one is. That's the oh. only one that is inside. The others yeah. are outdoor. Yeah. The Summer Love Festival is outdoor. Yeah. Uh, to and well, we had twelve hundred people, mm. up to two thousand. We've got capacity wise. Wow. Uh, the Bunker Fest was two and a half, up to two and a half thousand. And of course, I worked at uh, the acoustic stage at Asker Music Festival, and that we, we had mm. five and a half thousand there this year. Yeah, Asker Music Festival. We, we had a we had a bit of a chat and a challenge to Asker on the podcast. That it, it's kind of one of my highlights of last year, really. Um, yeah, I've got a mate that's in a wheelchair, and he found it really difficult to get access to the festival. And we brought it to their attention, and they fixed it and made it more accessible for for people in wheelchairs to get into the. Uh, to get into the festival. Correct, they so, did, yes. So, so and that, they made a space yeah. at the side. They had a, a stage as well for mm. the wheelchairs. Yeah, so that, that, that's always nice to see. Do you know when you make a bit of noise and people listen and, yeah, and, and, and it works and out best for the people? Yes, 100%. I think it's the only brilliant. time last year somebody's listened. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how I'll do you, listen to you, Carl. Well, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I need people to listen. Uh, <laughs> Been dramatic, uh, so so festivals going doing... again this year. By the way, what's that? G- going again this year, Askun. Oh yeah, go on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, wait till you. See. Well, I can't say anything, but um, yeah. Some uh, a nice night, li- ni- nice lineup planned, is there? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, w- what's your favorite? Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. What, what, what's the favourite thing about what you do then, Jimmy, Mike? What what still keeps you going at, you know, and the enthusiasm? How do we bottle what you've got? 
<laughs> I, I'm turning into a bit of a cynic, yes. me in my old age. I'm, 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 I need, I need some more Jimmy Mack yeah. in me. Well, mate, look, when when you get to my age, there's one of my philosophies things is yeah. that I've lived longer than I'm going to live, right. and if you understand, well, you you, you will understand that. Yeah. But it's a it's a kind of case of, uh, well, let's make the best of what we've got left because. Mm. I've already done most of my life. Mm. Just be if if you're nice to people, they're nice back. Yeah. What's the worst I can say? Oh, you nice person, you. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> you yeah. know, and it just makes life easy. Yeah. And if you just go about when you're working with a smile on your face yeah. and be nice to people, the rest comes easy. It's very it, easy. It's. It's something that I'm going to put into place for this year. I think just I, I'm not 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 nice to people, but I, I, I've got a bit more of a frown these days when I'm out and about. If you get, me. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, what's, going on here? What, what's going on here? What's going? On? I'm still learning at 45. Me, I still feel like I'm yeah, well, a baby. I do. You can I really still do. Learn. Yeah. yeah. Everybody learns all the time. What What's your favourite thing about the music industry then? Um meeting some of the huge stars I've met throughout my life yeah, and getting to know what, what they're like really. Mm. And it's an eye opener. It's <laughs> yeah. It really keeps you going to, yeah, it keeps me going. I love it. So I presume you've met some like, uh, like difficult stars uh, and people that are just lovely and anywhere in between. Um, I'm, I'm fishing for a story, mate. That's all. Yeah, I know, you, and I know you are again, Cal. But there's very, very few, if any, yes, that I haven't enjoyed working with. Right. Well, or you, you know, or I, you won't be working with him, would you? you you've made that. You know, well, you've, no, you've clearly not. But yeah. even after, you know, I can always say to them, even after the first time working with them, I can mm. always say when they come back to me, yeah. uh, "No, I'm sorry, I'm too busy." So but it, I've never had to say that to anyone yet. So any plans to slow down a little bit? Or oh, is 2024 going to be? Well, well, I was supposed... 2020 was supposed to be my retirement. Oh, right. Okay, fair enough. Well done. 20, 2020, <laughs> £20 pound a ticket, 20 bands. It was always going to be my thing. Yeah. Uh, and it was going to be held at the Doncaster Dome. However, oh. because of COVID, that, that went out the window. Oh, okay. Uh, and... I keep saying I'm going to be retiring soon, but I just can't. Mm. It's just I enjoy myself that much. So even COVID can't stop Jimmy Mike doing what he loves, can it? No, I nearly went bankrupt, but <laughs> right, uh, yeah. <laughs> but apart from that, um, all great again once it once we got back to realization yeah. and back to business. Yeah, and I, 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 did, but, I, I wasn't very sensitive there. I didn't, I didn't really take into account that you know it will have, must have affected you. More than any people, really, because you know the entertainment industry just had to stop, didn't it? And that's where you, yes. that's, that's where you make your livelihood. So, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, didn't, I, I didn't mean to be insensitive there, mate. I just didn't. Think, oh no, no, not at all, Carl. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. I, I know you didn't. I know, I know you didn't. It just reminded me that because yeah. to be honest with you, I, I'd rather forget about it anyway. Yeah. No, but it kind of brought it home. It's the first time in my life I'd been unemployed. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That was a shock to the system. Mm. How these people live off seventy quid a week or whatever it was I was getting? Oh, yeah. No, uh, no. 
Yeah. That was a bad time to sell a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. But then as soon as we got over, back on track, back in business, back, in it. back, back buying new vans again. Good lad, good <laughs> lad. Well, mate, I've, I've really enjoyed catching up with you and I'm sure the listeners to this podcast have... Uh, I'll be enthusiastic. Uh, just a you know, any sprinkle of Jimmy Mack in your world makes makes the world a better place. And uh, we always appreciate the hard work you do behind the scenes. And that's why I wanted to oh, chat with you, you because there's, there should be more people like you out there in the world. The world would be a better place if we even just had one more of you, mate. Oh, thanks, mate. Cheers. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, mate. All the best. Have a nice right, day. Carl, Cheers, see you later, buddy. Cheers. Nice one, Jimmy. Yeah, an absolute pleasure. Yeah, just some of the people that he's had in the back of the, uh, the, back of the van. Uh, Bang Bang Romeo, Boomtown Rats, Rihanna Downer. Rihanna Downey, sorry. Plus all the others. Must be a, you know, again, enthusiasm seeps through that boy's veins. Uh, and I love it. I absolutely love it. And I wouldn't share the, the story like that if, if I didn't feel it. Uh, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a level that alters me in a little way. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us for another episode of the podcast. Uh, I bid you adieu soon. Um, as always, delve into the archives of the podcast. If you've hung around to the end, thanks. Thank you. Always appreciated you joining us this late in the show. Nice one. Um, you can watch the podcasts on YouTube and all. You can do whatever you want. Pop onto RGM, see the latest internet. Uh, what the internet has got to offer live music features events uh, we've got a gig coming up loads of gigs coming up for RGM Live's back so let's crack on ladies and gentlemen thanks for joining us again for another show I'm going to get off toodaloo welcome to RGM are you in a band come and join us simply click on the RGM submission page submit your music and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe. Tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support, and we'll see you next week.